Hi everyone, this is Prasha here and welcome to Voice Notes. I'm actually recording this episode super early morning and I have a bad cold, so please bear with me. In fact, as I'm speaking, my eyes are watering. <laughs> but I'm all good. I don't have fever. I don't have COVID, so don't worry about it. Um, just let me know if the audio quality is too poor and if you'd like me to re-record, I'll be more than happy to do it. So today I want to answer a question that came in from a past client and she's wonderful and she asked me a question and I said, okay, let's make a, a voice note episode on this. And her question was, is it okay to tell your manager that you're struggling with projects when they're not moving forward? It's not that I'm unable to finish the projects, but the projects are waiting on external teams and I feel like I'm slacking and I feel guilty. How should I deal with this? What should I tell the manager? I'm sure this may have happened to you guys too. This has definitely happened to me. It happens to everybody at some point in their career, especially if they are managing projects that depend on other people and there's a little bit of a confusion in the corporate world about how to maneuver this. Because if you were to go to your manager, a lot of times they'll say, that's your job. You need to figure out how to get it expedited. And so the feedback that we get a lot of times in corporate world is not very helpful, is what I've noticed. Like not all managers are good managers. Not all managers are committed to coach you. Not all managers are taking the time to help people through some of these challenges. And so there can be a sense of this guilt, like like this person said. And there can be a sense of like, am I doing this right or am I doing this wrong? So one, I want to validate your feelings. You're, whatever you're feeling is totally right. Whenever you're doing something new, so I know this person's background, to just to give you a context, this particular person who asked the question started their job in about, I think, September time frame. So it has been less than a year. They don't have a rapport with the manager. Um, it's not like they've been working there for five years and, you know, the ins and outs of the company. Um, what they're doing is something they didn't do in their past role. So a lot of things are new. And that definitely leads to some self-doubt. That definitely leads to some discomfort. And that definitely leads to like this, you know, sort of imposter syndrome where, oh, I'm faking it till I make it. And God forbid somebody found out that I don't know what I'm doing, they'll fire me. Like a lot of women are going to work feeling this way. And that sucks. That sucks because if you feel this way, then your quality of work gets affected. Your quality of life gets affected. Um, your overall well-being gets affected. Mental health gets affected. In fact, there are studies out there that show that prolonged imposter syndrome can lead to anxiety, depression, and poor performance. And so it's very important that these kind of things don't go unchecked. But first thing I want to do is acknowledge, right? It's okay to feel this way. Doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It's totally okay to feel this way, to feel guilty, to feel out of place, to feel uncomfortable, to feel like an imposter. What's not okay is to resist these feelings or push them back or be hard on yourself that, why am I feeling this way? And it should change overnight. Like, I can't sit with this feeling. What's not okay is to be impatient about it. What you need to practice is to understand 
I need to just be kind to myself first. Just like I acknowledged your feelings and I said, it's okay to feel this way. I want you to do the same for yourself. Acknowledge it's okay to feel this way and just sit with that sense of kindness. Please, please, because as you grow in your career, things are only going to get harder. It's not like they're suddenly magically going to become easy and you shouldn't expect them to be easy. You should expect to develop yourself to meet any challenge that comes your way, correct? So don't be impatient. Don't be hard on yourself. These are all counterproductive things. They're not helping you. You being hard on yourself is not going to fix the situation. You being impatient is just going to make things worse. So please first acknowledge things, acknowledge how you're feeling and allow yourself to feel that way for five hours, one day or a weekend. Just sort of let it, let it be. Then practice lots of self-kindness, practice good quality self-talk and then move on to practice patience okay recognize i can't fix this tomorrow i can't become a subject matter expert tomorrow it's gonna take me some time i can't become the ceo tomorrow it's gonna take some years to get there i just started this role in september i should give myself the grace to get to know the ropes of it till september comes around right so at least i should wait a year before i start jumping before I start freaking out because that's not fair to you okay so please remember these things and please think of things like in terms of longer periods of time now you're an adult things don't move on a weekly basis or a quarterly basis things actually move on an yearly basis in corporate world so please give yourself a year to settle into a role before you start giving uh yourself these very harsh remarks or telling yourself that you suck at this role because in six months you didn't become an expert at it that's just un yeah that's just unfathomable uh, right like it's impossible to do that so please 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 this is so important now let's move on to how do we then communicate this with the manager that we're behind and how should we move forward so there is a way to communicate things of this nature without without putting yourself on the line. So the way you made it sound in your question, and I'm directly talking to the person who asked the question, but this implies to all of you. But the way I'm reading the question, it says, I am struggling to tell my manager that I'm behind. It's not that I am unable to finish the projects. So you have, again, a really hard way of talking to yourself. And this really creates a lot of tension. So first thing I want you to do is try to format the question or try to format the update in the most positive format. So the way I would talk about it is as you go in the meeting uh, or you set up a meeting saying, you know, deadlines, for example, you can name the meeting deadlines and you can have the agenda written out as in this meeting, I would like to talk to you about the existing timelines of the projects. What you want to do is you want to avoid using I and you and them and they like these words are not helpful they create division amongst people so what you want to start doing is that when you get them on a call you want to really just share with them the facts objective facts of the matter so something like um Hi, uh, hi, Matt. Like, thank you so much for taking my call. I just wanted to go over the deadlines and the timelines of my open projects and just share with you where they are. 
I, is that okay with you? Yes, let's do it. Okay, project number one. This is what I have completed. This is where our team is at. You can even use the word our team and sort of avoid I. This is where our team is at. This is what has been completed. And now the ball is in the court of the other team. I have sent about two to three follow-up emails. I'm still waiting to hear back from them. Um, what do you think I should do next? Okay. Um, and then wait be quiet. Don't try to fill the silence. Don't try to make excuses. Don't try to feel like, oh my God, I need to know all the answers. Just what do you think I should do? And then quiet. Let them think and they'll answer your question. If they answer your question with another question, which is sometimes the managers would help you get to what you should do, then they can be a little bit, you know, painful. So they'll say, what do you think we should do? And you can say, Hmm, I think we should do X, Y, and Z. So it's important that you go in prepared. If the person asks that question back to you, you should have a little bit of a plan. It's important to think of this as a as a, as a challenge that you're trying to solve, right? Like you have to come in with a solution. Even though your manager is expected to give you a solution, you still should have a few things planned out or mapped out as to how will you fix this? Okay, the teams are behind. What do you think we should do? If he replies with a question, you should be ready because that shows initiative, that shows farsightedness, that shows you really are looking at this objectively. In yesterday's episode, I told you it's not about you. It's about the company. It's about the projects. It's about the people. Please, please, please don't confuse your projects with you. It's not you. It's a project and you have to objectively look at it. It doesn't say anything about you. It doesn't represent you. It's just a project and you're going to see thousands of projects in your career. So if you get attached to every single one of them, you are doomed. Nobody can save you. (laughs) So please go into the meeting with a little bit of an outline in case he asks, how do you plan to proceed? But before he gets to ask, don't give the power away. So what do I mean by that? If you're leading the meeting, if you're calling the meeting and you're seeking advice and help, and it's not just a mere update that I'm behind, like no meeting should be that flat. Like no meeting should be just an update. Every meeting should be a constructive conversation. Every meeting should be rich in how you're discussing a topic. So please make sure that you don't go to the meeting and just tell them, ah, we're behind. Yes, of course, if you say that, you should feel guilty. That is a wrong way of communicating. But if you go in and say, look, here's where we're at. Like we all, here's where we're at. What do you think we should do next? Because I have tried one, two, and three, and none of it has worked yet. I'm just curious, what would you suggest? If he comes back with, I'm not sure, what do you think? Okay, let's think about this. Could we have a group meeting together? Could we maybe create a better way of tracking tasks? Could we tighten the timeline so that people don't think they have, you know, hours and hours to finish something? Could we start having better, you know, gate meetings? Like, what should we do? Like, let's talk. Let's brainstorm this problem. So when you do that, it becomes collaborative. It doesn't become you versus him. You always need to remember it's not you versus your manager. It's never that. You have to think of the greater good of the company. You have to think of the greater solution that you're trying to seek and think like an engineer. You have the title, but if you don't act that, 
then you're not an engineer because what engineers essentially do is come up with solutions. That's it. That's all your job is to come up with solutions. And that's it. Whether you do that through coding, whether you do, do that through project management, whether you do that through products, whatever you do, you're always coming up with solutions. So be solution oriented. Show up. You know all these things you have on your resume? <laughs> be that. Be the leader you claim to be. Okay. And add value. Ask good questions and solutions. The guilt will subside because you're focused on solution. Solution-oriented people don't have guilt because they're very focused on solving something, not proving something. They're not focused on their own ego and own, own you know, vanity. They're focused on, oh, how can I solve this problem? I'm just curious to solve this problem. And people with that mindset would always do well in their careers because whether somebody likes you or not, it doesn't really matter. If you get the job done, you're going to grow in an organization regardless. Like you're going to get the visibility because you're coming up with in innovative solutions. So this is how you'd want to lead the conversation with this particular in this particular incident. And you really want to put your ego aside. Maybe do a little meditation before you go in. Again, be solution-oriented, come in with an open mindset. Anything he says has nothing to do with you. Focus on the problem. He's not going to say, you suck. He's just going to say, how do we solve this? That's it. And you're going to say, here's what I've tried so far, and I would love some insight. Then he'll share something. Then you'll be like, oh, wait a minute. How do you feel about more? Then you're going to add more to it. Then he's going to add more to it. And that's how we're going to arrive at the solution. The thing is, you also have to remember, last point, that you need to be long-term solution-oriented because the problem is a lot of engineers, the reason they don't grow in their careers is because they're only focused on this problem. But this problem is never the problem. Like, this is not the problem. This is an ongoing problem. I mean, I know you, so I know the person who has asked the question. I know you, and I know this has happened before, too. And I know that this is an ongoing problem companies worldwide so it's not like this problem is going to go away so doesn't that make the solution even more urgent that look this problem comes up every four months and I think there's a pattern here I think some process is broken right I think our prioritizing system is not doing what it should do or I think there's something missing in the way we manage our projects I think something is off because how come this is happening again and again so as an engineer and as a good engineer you need to also look at the deeper problem here and that's your job that's your responsibility you should do that because then your life will become easy Okay, so if you make it about yourself and your ego and your guilt and you're like, uh, what, oh, what if they get mad at me? Uh, so if you act like that, then nobody cares about you. It's just you're not adding any value. But if you go in with your sleeves rolled up and you say, look, we have this problem. Here's what I've tried. Here's what I would like to try next. What do you think? Have a constructive conversation, brainstorming, make notes. You're like, all right. Plus, I also want to bring to your attention that this kind of issues have resurfaced three times in the last six months. I think there's a pattern here, and I would love to see if we can come up with the project or if we can discuss some options so that this issue doesn't occur again. When you say this last line, it blows your manager away. 
It's just literally what we call high performers. High performers are not the people who get all the tasks done. High performers are people who come up with solutions that the company didn't even know needed solutions. Like the company didn't even know this problem existed, but a high performer points it out, fixes it. So take that responsibility show up with courage, show up with excitement and innovative ideas, show up with a growth mindset and show up without your ego because it's not about you. And the more you can learn this, the better employee you will be. The more you're solution-oriented, the faster you will grow. So I hope this long voice note answers this question. I loved answering it. It's one of my favorite things is to talk about a lot of these situation specific questions so I really really hope it helped and I would love to hear back from the exact person who asked the question but from others too and I know for a fact it'll help you all send me solutions send me specific situations that you'd like me to answer as I said I love 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 sorting through some of these I also invite you to message me if you'd like to be a part of voice notes episodes I would love to do some live coaching voice notes where I really take a live question from you and put in an answer and we record the answer together it's just going to be less than like 15-20 minutes even lesser so let me know if you're interested in that that one is only open to people who are already in the academy or who are currently my clients so please send me a boxer and i would be very very happy to bring you on the show thank you so much for listening and have a lovely lovely friday and the rest of your weekend talk to you on monday bye